Hey, what's up? This is Community Service with Greg Conan. That's me. Awesome. Did you live here by yourself? Yeah. Fuck, man. What do you think I shared you... the fucking... <laughs> the moment. Are we rolling? Yes. We're rolling. We're just... Oh, my God. I have three roommates. They're in the closet. No, no. You live by yourself here? <laughs> yeah. Fuck this Trader Joe's space. You fucking well, huh? It retired, baby. Oh, that's yeah. awesome, man. That's good, man. What's I'm happy up? for you. I'm very happy for you. This is Rafi Bastos. That's me, Rafi Bastos. That's this. He's mm -hmm. a tall motherfucker. Thank you, yeah. Can I eat my chocolate while we are eating? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Because I already, the way I speak is hard to understand. If I'm eating, fucking impossible. That's good, man. Nobody will understand you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you bring up Trader Joe's in this apartment because the landlord lady... Mm. I that got me this apartment. I was ringing up at Trader Joe's and I got her uh, papayas and orchids. Oh my god! From the back, and then she's like, "Come look at my place." And I was like, "Nah, I got a, I got a dope studio, a big one." Where were? You? And this where was were? just on the east side. Okay. On uh, Sunset and Vine, mm -hmm. and then uh, she's like, "It's six hundred and seventy bucks," and I was like, "What? What?" What did you and then and then uh, I was like yeah I'll I'll take it I sign I sign give me the paper this is six hundred and seventy well that was like six years ago now like it went up seven fifty spent on my shit yeah but you're famous no I'm not it's not because of this <laughs> your place is better than mine and I you know how you know how much I pay fifteen twenty five that's pretty good. Whew. It's next, right next to the Grove, but this is amazing. Yeah, my place is. Can we way, spend all the podcast talking about your place? Way better than <laughs> yours. We'll take a video of it. It's, okay. <laughs> yeah, dude, I got lucky. I'm just naming prices. People are probably gonna fucking kill me for my apartment. What was the? Do you remember the time that you got the most money in your life? I'm still waiting for no, it. No, no. Like <laughs> one check or one thing that happened that pays you really well. And you're like, well, that's. I was a licensed realtor and I sold one house. It was my mother's. And I made I made five thousand dollars. Whoa. And I bought a pound of marijuana and, a, and a record player. Oh my God! And, Did then you, I, and you spent the whole thing. I just listened to records and smoked the weed until <laughs> my license expired. <laughs> okay, I'll give my money for you to manage. Okay, yeah. you're a very good manager with money. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Gotta invest. I did. I used to do in Brazil. I used to do some uh, acting in uh, advertisements and you yeah. know, like um, ads. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they pay really, really well. That's good. I booked, uh, oh yeah, one commercial, mm. maybe two, but it's always non-union. They're never fat payday. What is the difference? What is it? Union, you get fucking money. Non-union, you get like two Gs. I know that sounds like a lot of money, but uh, is. union is like 20 Gs. Whoa. And non-union is like two. So what, but why some people do union in the others not? Is this interesting? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. You're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm non-union, but I would love to be union. I just haven't booked anything. Oh, so Hollywood, if you're watching <laughs> and on my YouTube page, come get me. Do you do get a, at me? Do you go to a lot of auditions? A little bit, yeah. Uh, I don't really have. I have one commercial agent, but I don't have a manager or a, a theatrical agent. You don't? Uh. Uh-uh. Okay. And uh, that'll change soon. Not yet. And then um, my guy just sends me out like on little ones, nothing, no, no biggies. No big thing, okay. No biggies. So I just be gardening. That's what I be okay. doing. <laughs> um, do you have plants? If I have plants or plans, either. <laughs> I have plans to have plants. <laughs> I actually have plans to have plants. Yeah, plans to have plants. Well, get on it, bro. We'll go yeah, to Home Depot. Yeah, my girl wants shit. to get some plants. And uh, but yeah. I don't have any plants right yeah, you now. You got to get some plants, bro. The thing is, I need I'll give you a plant. You give me plants? I'll, I'll give you. I'll plant. f- oh, it's be awesome. The thing Just is, one, there's no <laughs> there's there's no uh I need to work on my apartment. My apartment sucks right now. Because I don't know what to put on my apartment. Dude, you just decorate. Yeah, but w- with Were what? Were you raised by all women? No. That's why you suck. <laughs> just kidding. Probably. I, yeah, I was I, raised by all women, so I fucking love... You do? Oh, dude, home goods. Oh. Ikea. I see, man. I see, like, I have a lot of different, like... Yeah, I like... Little closets and stuff. Oh, man. I like projects. I like shellac in the wood. <laughs> do you putting like, a little shelf in. Do you like to, when you get your stuff on Ikea, to assemble things? I hate that part, but I do it. I do it. You do it? Uh, now that I stopped smoking weed, it's a lot easier. Uh-huh. When I smoked weed and would assemble Ikea furniture, it was a very daunting task. It, took, it, hurt, it hurt my brain. That's a funny beat. When every time I every time I smoke weed, it's very difficult for me to assemble <laughs> IKEA stuff. That's a very funny bit. Uh, I the I bought a bed on IKEA. Yeah, and I thought it was impossible to assemble, so I hired those guys to go. To and my they home. did it in six minutes. And they didn't even last than that. <laughs> but they were very noisy. And my neighbor knocked on my door after they left, and. I remember as I, I was, I had just arrived here. Okay. So she asked me, are you throwing bodies on the floor? I was like, what? No. Did you kill someone? <laughs> I was like, no, of course not. I was like assembling my, my, my furniture here. And she was like, oh, that's okay. So I'm going to cancel. So what I thought was some kind of a fee that I had to pay to the, to the building or something. Six minutes later, the police came. Like, just get, just go to the floor, go to the floor. And then I had to go to the floor, and the guy thought people th- thought I was killing people there. It would be the worst murder ever. Like, <laughs> after I kill like two people on the floor, why? Oh my god! The, the police came, but then they saw that I, I wasn't high or anything, and I wasn't drunk. They, I, I told him I, I was assembling. Ikea furniture. And the guy was like, well, yeah, it looks like you're doing that. Yeah, okay. Because the bad... Didn't see, have a see, see, there was a white lady. Was it a white lady? It was a white lady. It's always a white lady. <laughs> a white lady. 
Fuck you, you old white yeah. ladies. Mind Fuck your you. goddamn business. Fuck you. One doo-doo brown town Brazilian yes. comes to town. I'm just kidding. I didn't yeah, mean the doo-doo you, brown. You fuck you, you white piece of shit. Fuck. One guy I, comes with an accent. He just hit. He's just killing people, and you think he's killing. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, old white ladies. It's always the white ladies. You ever notice the hecklers at comedy shows? Eight out of ten times, drunken, entitled white, white lady. Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It's I so, swear to God. It's so crazy. I never, I never, uh, I was never that aware of different races like I'm here in this country. Oh yeah, America, baby. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't care less in Brazil. Now, now I know my demographic. Yeah. Every time that I go on stage, I know. Oh, this is this is the way they're gonna behave. And in Brazil, they're fucking all the same. Yeah, that's better that way. I think it is, but here got you got more more subjects to talk about. Yeah, it's true. It's a melting pot. I I just wish it was a melting pot with a little bit less hate. You know, a little bit. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'm not saying that there's no. You need rich. a little hate just for this. Just make it spicy, but not too much. Yeah, some hate is good. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. You don't have just to kill little, the other yeah, person. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, a little bit of hate is not that bad. Damn, that's crazy, man. Yeah, got a lot of racism here, man. It's very surprising. You, uh, speaking of racism, you let, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> you let me uh, host your show that was predominantly all uh, Brazilian. Brazilian. You speak Portuguese, right? I do speak Portuguese. How yeah. many languages are down there? Just Portuguese? Just Portuguese. Okay. I know that sounded very ignorant, but I was just a curious okay. question. Don't worry. We, are all, we all are. Yeah, I don't know what language they speak in Nebraska, so that's okay. Yeah, what the? That's called hick. Okay. I know. Uh, no, I made the, that up. It's <laughs> another language. Um, yeah, and the and the one I dated one Portuguese girl back in the day, and she said, told me to say "cague nas calças" or something. Did I say that correctly? Yes. And that's what I opened up with at your show to your predominantly Portuguese Portuguese speaking audience members. And it did very well. Yeah. That means I just shit my pants. Yes. So this girl taught me how to say I just shit my pants. And then I would just go around. That's when I drank back then, drunk, just saying that. And uh, Yeah. Cague nas calças. Cague nas Do you don't drink anymore? No. Nothing. Is uh, something happened? Yeah. <laughs> Is that like a question? It's always the next question. Like, did something happen? Yeah. I don't want to talk okay, about it. Okay, don't worry. You probably okay. talk about it like f five times. Five, a lot. No, I just kept I getting arrested. Okay. You get guns drawn on you. You get the, you get kicked out of your home. You get your face stomped by your own friend. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> this is a price story that you probably told here like five or six times. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Have I? I probably told all of those. Huh? All of those, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are you sober? I am, man. You are? I am. What man. happened to you? No, I, I actually never drank. Get out. Never, never. <laughs> I never drank. I, it wasn't... I don't think... You know, when I was a teenager, I thought that uh, the alcohol was made for you to, to have courage to do stuff. It does. To go and talk to girls Liquid and to dance. Courage. Liquor does this. And... I never, I never needed. Now, that's what I think. I never needed. So I decided not to drink. And I, I don't know. I never drank. And I got used to saying no. And I never drank. 
man, I, <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. Now, there's a few of you, and I always found it weird. Is this, I, this is boring? N- no. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> this is boring. Like, oh, I never drank. I don't think it was important. That's what the whole podcast is about. <laughs> you never got arrested, like even drunk. It was just because of a white racist lady in America. <laughs> <laughs> no. I smoke weed just once, and I got and I and I stayed high for fourteen days. <laughs> Swear to God. That, that was not weed. Swear to God. <laughs> that, you smoked some sherm, dude. I smoked weed and I got high for 14 days and I had to go to the psychiatrist <laughs> to see what's going on. You should do acid. Man, that was crazy. Imagine him on acid. <laughs> if weed lasted 14 days, acid would last you two years. Oh, my God. But there's some people that go do acid and they never come back, right? Yeah, it's great. Did you ever see one? <laughs> no, that's just people that do it all day, every day for too long. And they, they, they some, some of these guys will take 10, 7, fucking 40 hits of acid. You're like, just take one, dude. One once in a while. And you and then, yeah, they go to Cuckoosville and they're just like, Oh, yeah. And they go to Cuckoosville. And they, and they yeah, never come they're back. They're one of those guys. Hey, hey. You're like, I'm over here. No. Look me in the eye. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Acid must be crazy, huh? Oh, you just laugh and laugh. You laugh until your abs hurt. Did I tell the story about laughing on the beach? I don't know. Me and my buddy were on acid, and we just walked to the beach. Yeah. And we're laying in the sand, cackling like hyenas. <laughs> like, literally... Ah, like slapping the sand like a movie like if the director went okay laugh and went, ah, like animals and then we're crying we're laughing so hard just laying in the sand looking at the ocean and he was like what are we laughing at and i was like i don't know and that's acid oh. that's acid <laughs> that's the end of the story I'm just saying that's how enjoyable it Man, is. You, next time you tell the story, just create someone died. <laughs> no, no, or no, you no. Stabbed. Oh, and then I stabbed. All him. right, okay. Another time I drove on mushrooms and pills and weed and alcohol in front of the police, and it was stick shift, and it wasn't my car. Is that one better? Is that one better? <laughs> yeah, that was a little. Okay, better. that's better. Okay, that was better. So sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> the no drinking Brazilian over here giving me shit. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about you for no. We're on a roll there. I'm important. I'm important. You are important. Um, yeah, don't do acid. Maybe a little bit of mushrooms. Mushroom one, one time. Okay. But stay sober, my okay. friend. Perfect. Um, yeah, you're you're. I keep calling him the Brazilian and making fun of him, but he is. You're famous as fuck in Brazil, and then you come here Which and you get arrested. Oh uh, yeah. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. The experiences that I'm having here are crazy, and it's awesome to be. I am actually pretty known in Brazil. Yeah. And to just walk around here and people don't know and it's I feel so comfortable. I see on your Instagram you're doing like theater gigs down there, yeah, right? Yeah, that's I fantastic. Do like, yeah, I do, I do huge theaters. Yeah, that's amazing. But here everything is new and it's exciting at the same time. Yeah. Because if you think about it, to start all over doing the things that you love, it's awesome. That's got to be so crazy to me to reach success reach something we all strive for a theater comic that's you sell a lot of tickets is very hard to do and you're doing what you love and in them in the intimate amazing space it's awesome Mm -hmm. and then you come to america and then you're doing open mics with me you know (laughs) that's it's an insane thing not that i've ever had what you had but i've had 
like just my i do theater gigs with like delir or some okay, shit yeah. and then i would go work at trader joe's the next yeah, morning yeah. and it was it's in my act but it was a, a Amazing, reality right? of yeah. my situation back then and it's just, it was such a trip to do an amazing thing, and then and then the next day you're just like, you get your chin checked. Yeah, but I think it's for me it's good because I had a chance in Brazil to make my money. Yeah. So I have my money in the bank. It's not that I'm gonna, uh, and I'm testing the new things here and uh, starting all over. It's good. It's amazing, man. If you think about that, it. is the best though. That I just have and I financial like security. Yeah, financial security, which is something that makes you really breathe comfortably and uh, and to try it all over with that safety net it's awesome i can go there and make my money i have my yeah the friends and i'm starting a new life in here with a girlfriend with some friends and it's it's awesome man it's awesome and i i did the theaters and i did tv for a long time over there so there's a lot of those different uh opportunities here that don't don't make my eyes shine that much it's like oh you need a tv show people always say this to me and my manager oh you really needed to we needed to do a tv show we gotta put you in this show and i'm like i did that already yeah which i wouldn't i'm not saying that i wouldn't do it here of course i would but it's not something i uh, so what do you want to do here? Just stand up, bro. That's, that's what I, right, baby. That's what I like to do. That's what I love to do. I'm a fucking microphone junkie. Yeah, that's what I, I like. can't. There's <laughs> there's nothing that makes me happier than writing new two minutes of material. It's it's the best feeling in the world. You're like ooh, or just uh, writing a new bit, or killing with old bits, or like uh, just being free i love richard Pryor, and he's always say uh let go let god meaning just free flow mm -hmm. and there's nothing uh, more fun than just fucking winging it mm -hmm. and then shit happens you're like whoa you know you're like that was cool because none of that was planned yes i didn't rehearse or write any of that and it just came out and it's it's such a beautiful feeling i'm still uh there's a there's an extra step that i needed to make which is feeling comfortable to improvise in english on stage because english is not my first language and when i am on stage with this feeling that you say like i'm loose and let everything come in and i'm improvising i'm answering and i'm free all the jokes that come into my mind are in portuguese and i have to translate on my i have to translate so i lose timing Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. I'm glad I speak English. Yeah. <laughs> if I, I write, mean, you speak English. You no, know if I, mean? I write my, my first... material, if I write my material and I memorize my jokes, of course it happens. And it... But just not in the moment. Yeah, when I am in the moment, it's like, Yeah, wow. that's crazy because normally you just hear and you snap a response and you're just like, okay, that's the Portuguese yes. Brazilian response. Mm -hmm. What's this response in this in language English. right here, right and now? And then you lose time. You don't have to think of another answer. You, have to, that's, you could literally explain that every time, and that might be, actually be funny. Actually be funny. Yeah. And then you could still rip them. I did that already. You already did that. Yeah. yeah. Like to, did just, it work? You did. It yeah, did yeah. More like, and I told them, you know, it's very. Because it's true. I have 14 jokes. That I wanted to humiliate you, but they're all in Portuguese, so I cannot do it. <laughs> yeah. And then you literally could just say anything in Portuguese yeah, if it's an English speaking. 
English speaking audience yeah. and they'll just be like, ah! Yeah. Anybody who actually speaks it, he's like, he said he needed <laughs> eggs or something. <laughs> that wasn't a joke. That wasn't a joke. That's good. Yeah, I'm still learning, bro. It's awesome. So as you can see, I drink fucking. You do. Too much coffee. Always. You guys always drink too much coffee here. I in this can't country. help it. Well, on I've always loved it since I was a little kid. But then uh, upon getting sober, you just drink two to five times as much like instantly it's really weird oh, yeah yeah you're just like ah. yeah because i think you feel it you know you, you're like mm. but i think coffee here is softer than it is in brazil because brazil coffee hey, is this take that back no, no it is kidding. it is it's bigger Co coffee, no it is just this size coffee is just something oh, like, like this, a little but espresso it's really really strong yeah i got you yeah that shit's too it is too aggressive i don't like i need a little milk a little sweetener <laughs> a little ice Little got sugar, it. It. come on! It's not come coffee. on, baby! It's not coffee. <laughs> yes, it is. It's delicious. Yeah, but that like, what is that called? Turkish coffee, the little teeny one. Yeah. I've gotten that at a few restaurants. It's so good. Oh my god! A Vietnamese strong. is my favorite. It's strong. Oh, that's the strongest yeah, coffee I've ever had in my life. I know. You shit and you're smart. You shit your pants and you're just like still with it. You know. <laughs> Well, uh, can I can I can I can I can I make a question? What was what was the craziest show that you ever did in your life? Good or bad? Bad. Bad. Um, I think I've talked about them. Uh, okay, so don't no, answer. No, I will. Do I have to it's go? hard. It's hard. Do I have to search <laughs> yeah. the other. 25 episodes yeah you didn't listen to my body of work I'm sorry. I'm what's sorry. your problem I'm do sorry, some bro um i at dubuque iowa in front of all the old rich white farmers it was it, it was like 60 year olds it was not, i'm not even kidding the youngest person in the audience was like 45 they're gray hair silver backs and so, you're talking silver about, foxes and you're talking I'm, about your mama farting i'm talking about my being half mexican they looked at me like i was an alien they're just i bombed for 30 minutes it was brutal it was brutal That's sad. That's and i knew i was gonna bomb the headliner eddie if that took me as i was walking to the stage he said hey he used to call me rat boy hey rat boy you're <laughs> gonna a great guy. yeah he's like you're gonna bomb and i was like i know <laughs> it was just two man show me and him and then, uh, of course, I bombed real, real bad. And I, I might have bailed early. I might have done... There was two, two bombs. There was a, like a 4 o'clock and a 6 o'clock. These are daytime shows, old fuckers. Oh, Iowa. Dubuque, Iowa. Casino gig at 4 p.m. VIP rich white farmers with no teeth. Just kidding. But I, <laughs> definitely true on some of them. And then uh, <laughs> I think I might have... I think I did my time, and then the second one I bailed early, but it wasn't out of... I was bombing so bad that I was laughing at myself bombing. I was just like, <laughs> this is insane. Like, uh, it just said a punchline. You old battle axe, fucking wake up, uh, Nana. What? And did then you uh, say, Did you see? The, did you say that? I, I said some shit. I, I, it was, I don't know what I said, but... Uh, did F, Eddie bomb too? No. He's been doing it 25 years. He's got all the tricks. Uh, he, yeah. He was making fun of them, too, for uh, just being old, white, and racist. It was great. Because um, 
Yeah, that fool, he told me too. He's like, just hack it up. Just be hacky, man. And I was like, I I talk about Trader Joe's and drugs, dude. Like, I don't know how to hack that up. I don't have the doom doom. We're talking about my mama's big booty, bro. That's what I got. And uh, he laughed and he said, you're going to bomb. And then, uh, then I did. Two for two. Oh, my gosh. But uh, the only response I got out of that that audience, that audience is Uh. I said to, uh, don't worry, I'll bring your headliner out soon. And they went, yay. And I was like, so you are alive. So you are (laughs) fucking here. Crickets, bro. Crickets. That's sad. I almost wished it was uh, disruptive. Because then they're not paying attention and you you suck. But when they're listening... And they're quiet and attentive, and it's <laughs> wow. nothing. nothing. Wow. That's, That's a sad. fucking knife to your heart. You're just like, oh, God, That's this hurts. I this know. hurts so it bad. It hurts, huh? It still hurts. It's so it crazy. It still hurts. Huh? It hurts so bad. It's, a, it's an ego thing. Ouch. It Ouch. is. It is. It hurts our ego. Mine, too. Yeah. yeah. Even if I bomb in front of six people. It's sad, but yeah. bombing in front of a lot of people is even sadder. Oh, it's, it's it's exponentially worse. It stacks up. The other day I was doing a show here, the the lab, the improv. Yeah. And some of those shows over there are amazing, and I like that room a lot. You yeah. did a show with me there. Yeah, that was a good one. It was. Uh, I like that room, but sometimes it's bad. You just arrive there. There's like seven people. In the, this day, I remember that those between those seven, four were foreigners and they couldn't speak good English, and everybody was bombing. Yep. Yep. I bombed in there a couple months ago in front of Donnell Rawlings and Tom Segura, and it hurt. It hurt real bad. I was like, huh? <laughs> you just feel sick. Normal, Which show it was? The lab. It was the same shit. It was like six people. Yeah. They were in the lab because Rogan and Friends was in the main room and that was sold out. And they uh-huh. were literally just hanging out in there like a green room. Uh-huh. And uh, there was six real audience members and everybody bombed. I mean, established, veteran, seasoned, good comedians. Yeah. The entire show bombed. Yeah. But of course, I was the only bomb that uh, Tom and old Donnell witnessed. So g- good luck for me. Anyways... <laughs> Donald Rollins is the funniest motherfucker on planet. Oh my god, you know who that is right? No, a black dude from Chappelle's Show, Ashy Larry. You know Donnell. He's OG fucking oh, legend. Oh yeah, yeah. God yeah. damn that guy. Yeah, he's he's good. He's so good. Yeah. He's so fucking good. Yeah, he's good. He's good. God, I watch him so much. But you're good, my friend. Yeah, but you he's he's better. Trust me on that one. But thank you. I don't see him talking about his mom farting. <laughs> Don now, did you hear that? You gotta work on that. Sorry, just fucking developer, <laughs> ma- developer material, Donnell. I want to see your mama farting. The guy made mass shootings funny. Like, how do you do that? Yeah. You're just like, oh, this is scary. Oh my god, I'm laughing. Oh uh, yeah. He's unbelievable. It's good. It's good. It's good, man. Not that he needs my plugs. I'll get you get uh, you you know after doing my podcast mm. you're going to get 12 new followers. 
So follow me on Rafi Comedy on Instagram. <laughs> I always forget to say this. And at the end, I'm like, oh, why did I go there if I, ne if, if I didn't even say that? So it's... No, I'll tag you and everything. That's what's lame, you know, with comedy. I go, oh, follow me on Rafi Comedy. I think that's lame. But when I don't do it, I'm like, why didn't I do it? When I'm doing a show and I sometimes I see people like at the end of the, their set going... Oh, you can follow me here and there. I don't like that. In I don't live, like it too. I don't like it in live performances. This is okay. This is podcast. No, I don't like this on stage too. But at the same time, why not? I agree. I don't. I don't hate on it. I don't love it or like it. Um, I understand why people do it. It is effective. Follow me on Instagram. But I just because those people, if they like you and they follow you. They know that you're good. It's like they're going to follow you because yeah. they like you. That's what I think that's I the way I figure I'll let my jokes sell me and if you want me mm -hmm. you'll come. They're not going to follow. They're not going to follow. <laughs> There's a next guy going after you. They're not going to even care about you. At the end of the show they're going to be like, oh, "I like the Mexican guy who makes his mama fart." And that's it. That's the <laughs> that's most fine. that they're going to talk about. As long as that's in Google search words, Mexican half Mexican white boy comic that is talks about his mama's big booty, <laughs> then we're cool, man. They'll find me. <laughs> okay? But I was like I did Tehran show the other day. And Tehran talks about his Instagram maybe like eight times during the show. And I was like, "Okay, Okay, that's too much. But that, then I saw his Instagram and people were following him saying, oh, I watch you here and I watch you there. I was like, yeah, there's, he's, he's, you know, good at marketing and I'm not. You have a that's why pretty we massive fan base. This. Hey, I was going to buy curtains. <laughs> <laughs> and then I chose not to. I did. I like the look. You like on it? The podcast, that's, that's on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We need to work better on our marketing, man. What do you mean? All good podcasts have an air conditioner behind them. <laughs> <You do? laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I got a globe. Look, 1972, USSR. No, I like it. I, I, I like the look of the podcast. I do. I told you that. I told yeah. You. yeah, I told you. I like yeah. it. I like it. How many episodes you did? 20. This is this the is 27th. The, the you did you do one better than this one or this one is the best? Oh, one? for sure. Oh fuck. <laughs> so work it, work it. Make okay, let's do this. Good. Let's okay. go. Okay. Um, I don't like being put on the spot. You know, because <laughs> I'm helping. I'm I'm, I'm just. <laughs> no, I uh, yeah. No, this is great. We're doing good. We're yeah, gonna yeah. get you some plants. Yeah. What are we at? Only at 30? Oh, man, we got a ways. Yeah, we got work to do. <laughs> wow, that's so, so boring that you're, like, counting time now. Fuck! You, you made me conscious one of day, it. One day, someone's going to ask you, was that one boring that you're, like, watching the clock? And, like, yeah, I did this Brazilian guy. And, Ooh, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And I didn't have hey, any boy, ideas. His, his the guy has this huge thing. Then he's going to end the podcast and he's going to think, wow, I have a foreigner here with me. He has this huge career. I got so many things to ask. And I was talking about plants. I'm a fucking loser, man. No, man, your accent put me to sleep, bro. I can't help it. I don't know. I already told you what I know in Portuguese, bro. Yeah, okay, okay, I understand. That. I don't ask you on because you're fan base. I ask you on because you're tall. I'm tall. He's so tall. I'm 6'7". You seven. both are. 6'7". Six, seven. Six, seven. Yeah, He's 6'4", 6'5"? 6'4". 
Fucking I'm six 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 seven. Goddamn, will the beast over yeah. here? Used to play basketball. Actually, I actually I came here in 1999, and I had a scholarship to play basketball. I was playing in a, uh, in a college in Nebraska. Oh, that's why I use Nebraska. So diversity. Much. Yeah, I was playing uh, ball there, and uh, it was my first time in Brazil. It was here in America. I, to, I came here to, to Nebraska. Play yeah. How did how did what was that? It was crazy because uh, I don't know. It look it's America. Yeah. This is not America. L.A. is not America. New York is not America. Nebraska is America. <laughs> I you like know? to think different. No, that's that's the United States. Were you welcomed, or were you were you given shit or given love? Uh, both. Yeah. Both. It was hard for me to play with those guys being a foreigner because uh i don't i don't feel they like me that much yeah because uh i i feel that they felt a little threatened by me because i was from another country yeah but <laughs> at the same time the ladies they enjoy the foreigners no that's, good. that's not true i'm sorry my friend <laughs> but this accent that puts you to bed already puts a lot of people to bed okay my friend? Mm. i'm such a fucking silly child that i laugh at like accents like that's the level that's why i talk about farts so much because when you said threatened you said it funny and i literally started giggling <laughs> And in my own head, I was like, "How old are you? Like, why you, you can't you can't genuinely?" It's another language, man. I know, I Just know. Give me some I props know. here. I, you're doing very oh well. Oh my gosh, I'm doing a podcast. I'm I already the- talk about like 30 minutes by myself because this guy is not speaking, and then you're like putting me down. Another language. Fuck, I'm killing this country. I'm Oh, oh my shit. gosh. I'm sorry. That's okay. I couldn't understand you over that accent. No. Okay. No, I w- I'm making fun of myself for laughing at something so stupid. <laughs> of course you have an accent. If I speak any other language, I'm terrible. I don't think I'm I even want to good. I, good. I, I don't think I even want to lose the accent. No, no, no. You your accent's perfect. Have you heard Francisco Ramos. Oh, oh boy. You think no, it's not Francisco Ramos? He's born here. Yeah. Venezuela. Yeah, but he. Salman. Salman. I, I think I'm he, just kidding. Francisco is very funny. Francisco's He's my friend. American. I love him. We are going to shoot. Uh, you're doing his show on Wednesday? Am I? Do you know? Let me see if you're in the flyer. I don't think you I are. am now. <laughs> I don't think you are in the flyer. Then uh, let me what see do I have Wednesday? What day is no, it? No, no, I'm not no, on no, there. You're not doing this. He stopped inviting me. Why? I'm just kidding. He's my buddy. Did you do his show in Spanish? No. Oh, okay. I don't speak enough Spanish. You, I'm too whitewashed, you man. Don't? My mom didn't teach me. Does she speak Spanish? Fluent, yeah. Where was she born? Here. In America? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, her parents were from Mexico City and Chihuahua. What is Wawa? Chihuahua, Mexico. Oh, so she, she was Chihuahua. The she sh- was first generation here. How did they came here? How did they come here? Just the old school way. They fucking hoofed it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So you're a man, my friend. Mm-hmm. You're a winner. Mi, mi vida loca. Biatch. Your, your family <laughs> just 
work a lot for you to be here. Yeah, it was crazy. I don't I don't know if I've told this story, but it's worth it. Uh, my grandpa came over here with my grandma and they had nothing, fucking mm -hmm. nothing. And then he was doing a job that he got injured or, or, or black lung. I think he was a miner in the coal mines or some shit. Mm -hmm. And then the uh, the government, he got a health issue. And the government said, you can't work. Can't work. Cannot work. And he's because he was still willing to work, even though with his health conditions. And then uh, so they laid him off, but he didn't pay him any money. So he I think he sued. He filed lawsuits like you need to let me work, which I'm willing to do because I have seven fucking kids and I need to feed them. Oh, or you need to give me some money because I would you. He's between a rock and a hard place. He was willing to work. He wasn't lazy. He's extremely hardworking. So he they get paid him like 10,000 bucks. But this is in the 70s. And then he started a, a Mexican restaurant and a tortilla factory. Wow. And uh, uh, two Mexican restaurants and a tortilla factory. And then he bought some property in Lomita. That's where I was arrested. I was living at his house. He Lomita. Lomita man. Deputy's last old Lomita man. So he bought some property in Lomita and he uh, he did the whole American dream, man. That's awesome, bro. Came over here with nothing. Amazing. And me and my family are fucked up. We call our grandma like a wetback, and it'll just laugh. But <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. But what is wetback? It's a derogatory comment f towards Hispanic people because when you come to America, you go through the river and you got a wetback. Oh, got it. But uh, you didn't, didn't know that. No. Also, I think it might have. I knew the word. I didn't know where it came from. Okay. It it might have also evolved from hard work and labor and having a sweaty back which is a noble thing. Mm -hmm. No, but uh, I guess I sounded like a monster there for calling my own grandmother a wetback. <laughs> but it was out of love, and we giggled, and we were like little kids, you as know? As long as she was having fun. Yeah, was, like, she threw good. a chancla at us. What? <laughs> Who are you calling a wetback? You know what chancla is? Chancla is... Chancla is like a flip-flop, but the old-school Mexican ladies is always like a heavy leather one, like a rainbow, but like... A real, you know, like a <laughs> Mexican-made one, just fucking Got it. a huarachi, you know, you don't know, chancla. Chancla. <laughs> tamanco. We call tamanco. Yeah. Was that made of wood? Your mom throw the shoe. Oh, those yeah. those are chanclas. I remember. I already said that, but yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They the fucking. Wood, the wood <laughs> flip-flops. <laughs> yeah. My mom, did you did your mom hit you when you were a little bit? A little bit. No, mainly my dad. Did he? Did he? Yeah, a little bit. But how 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 strong? It hurt. It hurt. <laughs> yeah. My mom used to slap me on the face. Yeah. On the face. My mom uh, never would hit me because she was a nice, sweet lady. But uh, I was such a bad kid that I would push her to the limits, and she would snap and then like pin me down and slam my head against the oh, ground. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> and my sister's like, Mom, you're going to kill him. And uh, even though I was the child and the victim in that situation, if you knew me and my mother, I pushed her to her limits. <laughs> and I had it coming. And I had it. She probably should have hit me about 40 times prior. <laughs> and then uh, I was that kid. <laughs> My father never, never hit me. He was too strong. Yeah. Yeah, if he hit me, I think he would kill me. He was like six, six four. He used to play volleyball. He was like wild. Was just fucking, no, but he never hit me. No. 
That's a good story. Yeah, who brought up abuse? <laughs> good job. <laughs> so I was beaten by my father. Yeah. No, I, yeah. My dad was just more scary, uh, like uh, verbal. I don't know, just like, it was just scary. You're like, what's he going to do? You got it. Walking on eggshells. It was very a uh, nourishful environment to grow up in as a child. Let me ask you something. <laughs> Talking about sarcasm. Let me talk about uh, about comedy here. It's, it's okay. It's gonna be fine. Okay. Uh, what do you? Where do you see yourself in like five years? Do you have a plan or just going with the flow? Like, oh, this is what I wanted to do. I want to be like. I want to be headlining those theaters like Chris D'Elia is doing it. What's your thing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That's what you're looking for. I have a, I have a little bit of both. I go with the flow as well as everything's a little bit of a calculated decision to get in. I want to sell tickets doing stand-up comedy. And anything that I can do to get me there, I'm not in love with acting, but absolutely I'll act, you know? Because mm -hmm. it'll get me to selling tickets to my stand-up which is my favorite thing to do on this earth. And as well as to be able to make a living and fund your, have financial security with doing what you love and you're providing a service. Like mm -hmm. you're then, it's just like the, it's the happiest case scenario of like synergy, like everybody wins. I get paid a decent amount to live a good life by making people laugh mm -hmm. and they pay a, a little amount to laugh and it's just it's all i ever i didn't even get into it for that but now that it's getting closer to that mm -hmm. i'm like oh my god that's the best shit ever but i don't really give a fuck what i'm doing as long as i'm making people laugh that's that's i've been addicted to that since i was a kid like even like not to bring up the whole abuse then but having like an alcoholic father you're like It's almost like boot camp would be funny because if he's laughing at me, he's not mad at me. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. then I'm not walking on eggshells. So you just got to be quick and witty and sharp and, and uh, you know, just like that. It's just, you don't need to come from a bad environment to be funny, but I also think it spices it up and helps it out. I mean, Richard Pryor, in my opinion, is the greatest comedian that ever touched the goddamn microphone. And that motherfucker was raised by a pimp, his grandma, who owned a ran and owned a brothel and his mom was a hooker and his dad was i don't even know and you know he was brought up in the most insane scenario ever which led for me to some of the best most honest storytelling comedy ever i still listen to it it still holds up it's so goddamn funny it is when he's talking about free bass and that shit and the dip in the milk and the cookies mm -hmm. and it's i Fuck, I'm laughing just thinking about it and his heart attack, you know. Yeah. Sinead, all that pork. He's doing an <laughs> act out with his heart. It, the guy is just, is next level and I still laugh at it. And his conversations between him and Jim Brown, what you gonna do, Rich? About him trying to get him off free base and shit. It's, it's just, it's amazing. It's real, it's honest, right? It's real, it's honest. You know what happened? It's sometimes He makes it beautiful yeah i understand and sometimes it's difficult for uh, that's what i feel sometimes it's difficult for me to make my life stories into bits yeah 
because there's a way to do it that don't make this thing the whole thing boring because it's a story but at the same time when you have a good story uh, that's something so unique and yours yeah. you own the thing you know it's not that you're talking about christmas oh the, the, the santa claus no 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 i'm talking about something that happened to my life and i make this as a funny story for you guys mm. maybe it's miserable leaving that but i make this as a funny thing for you no i love it it's it's been my favorite it's it's majority i can't say that word it's all i do really i've had done little topics of observational humor but i, I just like one out of ten you know and it never kind of fits my act because i tell all these stories mm -hmm. and then i'll have one joke about dating or whatever you know and then i'm like it doesn't fit into my trader joe's farts arrest <laughs> drugs mom <laughs> you know like i'm like yeah hey, what is the deal with uber you know i did it just <laughs> even though i might write one in a while once one once in a while it doesn't like fit and uh, so I'll always write the shit and I put it in there and it just doesn't flow as well as the little story that I do, mm -hmm. you know. I don't know, but I, I'm glad I'm a storyteller because that's all my favorite hip-hop artists were and all my favorite comedians were. And I like it. And also, I'm not like a Stephen Wright or, you know, like a joke writer. Mm-hmm. Who else is like that? I don't know. Seinfeld. Seinfeld, Mulaney, like those guys. Oh, Mulaney tells stories, but those guys are just perfect joke smiths. I I am more. That's my. How, that's a little more of my style. Than just jokes, just, yeah. right? Yeah. I like to write jokes. But you have the most amazing uh, story. Like you need to talk about. I do. You never saw, but I already. You do. About all the lawsuits and. Uh, in Brazil and how difficult it is to make comedy, uh, the freedom of speech of America. I have a oh, whole I didn't, thing about I didn't, I wasn't going that direction, oh, but yeah, talk about that. No, you already did, but like, I just mean your transition of coming to America and yeah, no, what I do is I have a, I have a little bit of the, the cultural misunderstanding is then sometimes it's difficult for me to understand one thing or another. And that's actually true. No, but not that, but just your personal story of coming from success and fame mm -hmm. down there and getting here and be like, and they're like, they, they're asking you to bust the table or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, maybe that's a good, uh, good. Like your, your personal, not the general, uh, uh, you know, obvious cultural yeah. mm -hmm. differences, but uh, just your personal story of going to do theaters and then being on my There's couch a, right now with me in front of a fucking. No. I have so much fun. I have so much more fun talking to you than doing a theater in Brazil. No, really? I swear to God. Oh my God. Because I did that a lot, man. Okay. And uh, not it's not that I'm having a lot of fun here. It's just because I was tired of that. <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah, I'm so I want that so much because I've only had time. Of course. I've done it like ten times, which is amazing. I'm grateful for that. But like, wouldn't you? Like Ron White has been doing theaters for 20 years. You know, like I don't think it's the same. It is not. For him anymore. It is not. God, that guy's funny. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he is. But uh, that's you You start to get a little tired of the whole, the same experience. 
But Even it, if I do a weekend of just six sold out yeah, shows, you I want to come you back. Care less. I want to come back. I'm like, oh, I want a bad one, you know, because you, you just want something different. It's different. You want to go to the lab. That's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. Do you it's go true. To like the, the, I, we complain about the lab, but we'll do six no, fire I, shows. I love and, it. I love it. I you love know it. what I mean? But like six persons and then you get all this good shit and you're like, I want, I want to feel bad about myself. When you're, <laughs> let me tell you something. When you're doing a show for a thousand people, okay. And your joke is not good. Let's suppose it's not good. And it only works for 20% of the room. It's still 200 people laughing at your joke. Yeah. If you're doing like the lab for 40 people, and only 20% of those people are laughing. You're dying. They're eight. <laughs> yeah. They're only eight. Then you're so, going like this. Huh, yeah, tough crowd. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You know, that's why uh, the small audiences, when people don't know you, that's when they're honest i do the, i do those clubs like i go to hermosa beach and i do the magic club i love to do those places because they are not even expect they they are like those like republican guys from the oc yeah they go there to watch comedians they don't even they don't know who you are yeah. they, they give a fuck unless you're chris rock they truly do not know yeah, who you are they they're don't like know. bill who bill burr never yeah know. they don't know they don't know who they don't know they don't know they don't know it's crazy so i go there on stage and if i do well it's like okay man i just make some people that have no idea who i am who probably doesn't couldn't care less about comedy they are laughing at my stuff that's when i feel like oh man i'm conquering something new that's yeah it's exciting. It's, it's a good different. feeling. It is. It is a good feeling. It is. But I talk about the freedom of speech and the losses that I had. And I have this whole thing now that I talk about what happened with me in Brazil. and Because uh, I had to pay a lot of a lot of money because of jokes that I did. And Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But that's, that's life. What are you going to do? The thing is, Just when you get famous... And that happened with me there. It, it sounds a little arrogant because people have no idea who I am. And that's okay. You could, you know what? Fucking don't care about me. I have, I have no knowledge to, to teach you. So don't even research. Just fucking follow me on Instagram on Rafi Comedy. Oh, another plug. Um, so I'm killing this plugging thing. Okay. But the thing is, uh, I, uh, I had to pay a lot of money because of the things that I did. And here, I feel that you guys are free to say whatever you want. And this is amazing. Except if it's about, like, uh, certain uh, movements. Like rape. Oh, that. And I was talking about, like, uh, uh, fucking genders and and all that shit. Okay. okay I'm even scared to talk about it right now. <laughs> uh, the LGBTQ community, uh, some topics are taboo. And then... Uh, like talking about whipping your dick out you know the me too movement mm -hmm. that's frowned upon and uh i sound i'm getting a little nervous here no what the fuck man <laughs> no about Just my words it. i am saying it not that we're censored to where we can't make jokes about that shit because we can always talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk yeah. about but let like for as an up-and-comer in the middle area you're scared of what to say because you're not then solidified up here with your own fan base. Once you get to this place, you have your little empire, you have your podcast, you have your following, you sell tickets, you make a living. And you always can say whatever the fuck you want. I'm not saying that. But down here, you're just a little bit scared because when you're working out material and trying to make fun of a, 
a person with no hate or maliciousness behind it. But if anybody gets that shit out of context or records it or does this and puts it online, you're like, no, that's not what I meant at all. Okay. I'm pro movement. You recorded the wrong part and you put it on blast. And ultimately in the end, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But I'm just saying in the middle area, you're a little bit more nervous because you're just not, I got a studio, no kitchen. It's like until I got my house on the fucking hill and my financial security, my theaters in Brazil or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm scared because I don't want one little fucking internet troll or blogger to fucking put the wrench in my spokes okay. that I will always get back moving again. But it's just like that was a hiccup I didn't need. I agree. But I don't know, and I don't. What, what I don't agree is that if you're in the middle, you are more vulnerable, because I don't think that's the case. I think when you're on top, that's when you get really vulnerable. Vulnerable, because you know what? Those blogs and those websites and those those internet portals and all all of those things, they want to make a noise out of people that really make noise. Yeah. You know, they. I think Joe Rogan and. Uh, Chris D'Elia and uh, Mark Maron or Louis C.K., they are much more vulnerable because they really want to take advantage of those guys. To put Louis C.K. in a headline gets more, much more attention than Craig Conan. No, I, That's I, why, in reality, you're more free to test things that they, than he is. But I understand that you didn't build this financial freedom because you know what? The, the amount of money that Louis C.K. is paying is, or even if he loses all the lawsuits, he will still gonna have at least a hundred times more money than you have right now. So he's <laughs> hey, not gonna be no hungry. No shit, buddy. He's yeah. not gonna be hungry. I understand yeah, yeah. that. That's why he feels free. But at the same time, the pressure is so big. They because, are after the big names yeah. way more, of course. It makes a way bigger headline. But uh, just. Like it, not that Joe Rogan even does Hollywood, but let's say Hollywood shut the doors on him and blackballed him. He's still fine because he mm-hmm. has his empire. Yes. That's what I meant by that. But yeah, of course, they're likely to go after him because he is famous and I am not. You know, like. I think you're famous. Oh. You know, you no. have your podcast. Yeah. We keep saying famous. We just mean established. You know established. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just have your, your fucking house that you built. Right now I'm putting the porch down. And that's all, that's amazing. <laughs> He's got the McMansion, you know. But this is exciting, man. Yeah, no, it's good. The I'm not The moment that you're living right just... now is exciting. I'm telling you, you're going to be big. And when you're big, you're going to look back and you're going to see like, oh, that was fun. I felt that I was uh, free. I was like hanging out with my buddies. Yeah. And just having conversations. That was awesome. Now for you to take outside of home, it's a fucking big deal. Oh, I don't want to do it. And I have my son and my wife and man things change bro i got when i you know what happened with me when i became famous i was already married so i never took advantage of fame in that side yeah. you know i never like fuck everyone let's go out and have fucking fuck fans and i never <laughs> had that yeah. never 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 i was always married and i had a kid and so now that I am in America, you got back in uh, Nebraska, was it? But I'm. <laughs> but the problem is now that I now that I am, I got divorced and I came to America. Okay, 
So now that I can go out and fuck everybody, I'm not famous anymore. <laughs> People don't know who I am. Now they're like, get away. What no. the fuck? No, I'm famous in Brazil. No, I'm telling you. I have, have 1.7 million followers. No, we don't they're care. They're like, I don't get we out don't of here. Care. Get Let that accent out of my face. Yeah. That's so funny. That's a bit that I should do, huh? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's I'm dating now, actually. I have a girlfriend. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I met her once at a show. It was. It was another one. It was. But you didn't need to say that. Oh no, no, nobody, nobody knew. No, no, I think you met her. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, it was pretty. It was very. Yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty. She's very pretty. She's hot. She seemed like sweetheart. Good job. You can say hot. You can. I'm not saying that. No why? She's pretty. That's. It means that you don't think she's hot. Uh huh. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's like, just say it, just say it. She's hot. <laughs> <laughs> you know the porn that makes me more uncomfortable, the cuckold. I've never porned that. Okay. Watch that. It's <laughs> when that. it's when a guy is fucking a woman and his her husband is right next, like going. Uh, oh Jesus! Like pounding. Fuck! Fuck! Oh fuck me! Oh, there's a black guy with a huge dick, and the other guy was like, <laughs> "That's not good." I'm not oh my fun. goodness! Cuckolding, huh? It's the best. It's the, it's the worst. That's porn. the worst. That it's sounds worst terrible. Porn. I like big booties oiled up. What's oh, you, up? You like oil? Oh up? yeah, Brazilian <laughs> booties, Latin booties, white booties. Oil them up, baby. <laughs> oil them up. It's so crazy, you know. That there's this sense of. Uh, All Brazilians have big booties, and they and, and they do. Actually. It's they, fantastic. They, they do have. Big All my favorite girlfriends were the ones that let me oil them up. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's disgusting. <laughs> Why you want them oiled? Because <laughs> it's just all slippery, and then they just sit on you, and you just rub. So each you don't other. want to if you have sex. You want a challenge. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's great. You connect. So uh, connect and, in the middle. But do you oil her up on your bed, and the fuck everything gets oiled up? Yeah, you ruin some comforters. <laughs> you ruin some. <laughs> Dark colors are good. Okay. No, you just lay it. Uh, when you go to old sheet when you go to the the porn hub or, or porn tube what do you search i like the real stuff amateur uh like i don't really like the big production stuff yeah that's that mentality exact is exactly what killed pornography you know that i was watching a documentary the, the mentality of oh i want amateur with like bad cameras that kill pornography Because yeah. people like the real stuff and the big productions, the people that are making money, they don't make money anymore because people don't like to watch the Vivid. There's this production company called Vivid, yeah, yeah, Vivid. and they do like, oh, everybody's like with good makeup and they actually have sex. And it's almost like they, they make love. And we want the zits and fucking <laughs> iPhone cameras and the guy fucking shooting himself while he's fucking like, oh, fuck. That's, you know, that's the point of the POV. It's true. It's People true. like the POV. So you don't, you don't even need... That, that's how much we killed pornography. You don't even need to hire a guy to shoot you. Your podcast... Has more resources than a pornography day. Because people don't even need to just fucking record. I wish themselves. I was into Brazilians, but I'm sorry. I'm just yeah. not into big hairy men. <laughs> no, I love Brazilians, big booty women. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, that is crazy. I never thought about that. The iPhone killed porn. Killed pornography. It's crazy. Killed. Or the the big business side yeah. of it. There was a documentary on that shit. Yeah, yeah, I was it's watching so funny. this. Yeah, because it is true. I don't like. It's just like yeah, that big production shit. I mean, it's cool. It's. I actually dialed back on the porn. I stopped for a while, and it was good. Now I do it like once a week. Once but, a week. Yeah, before I was watching it two times a day, it was annoying. It's bad for you. It's just bad. But when you're saying that you... So the other days of the week, you masturbate just with your own thoughts? <laughs> no, I try not to masturbate <laughs> oh, anymore. Okay. You don't masturbate? You masturbate once a week? You fucking Americans. You're you're weird, bro. I'm no, sorry. I'm not. I, I, fucking... I have... Should... I have relationships with women. What do you think? Ah, okay, have, okay. Yeah, okay. wait, thanks for making me have to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just um, thinking, maybe this guy's coming once a week. That's why he got so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, yeah, women. Date women and... Uh, oh, you have relationships, so it's more than one. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> That's that's weird, man. Yeah, you date. You date women and then you hook up. Did you know how that works? Is that how it but works? Do you guys have <laughs> over sex? in Brazil <laughs> over there? Yeah, but do you guys have sex on the first night? It depends. I mean, sometimes yeah, sometimes. sometimes not. And if it happens on the first night, what do you think? I don't give a fuck. I, many, many of a girlfriends, long-term girlfriends, were we hooked up the first night. Yeah. Most, in fact. I don't know. I just move kind of fast. And it's just a quick way to learn like, oh, shit, we, we click. Oh, shit, we don't click. Guys are definitely down more so than women. But some women are down. I agree. I and agree. sometimes, you know, you, yeah, there's, I've, I don't know about all men, but for me, I don't give a fuck if we sleep together the first night. If I like you, I like you. I'll date you. It doesn't matter. I agree with your you. past, because God knows my past. You know, <laughs> fucking. What, what am I gonna be like? Oh, oh yeah. Point. Oh, you do something wrong. Oh, oh you're not a get the oil. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. Uh, you know, I get why uh, some girls might want to wait, or why dudes. My, but I don't personally. I don't give a fuck. I agree. I agree. I couldn't care less as well. But there's some people that take this seriously. Like, oh, if we have sex on the first night, I can trust her because she can. Just yeah, that's called an asshole. Who yeah. cares? Who cares? You hit it off. I mean, there's time. You know, when you hit it off, you fucking hit it off. Yeah, I know. That's it. Shit gets hot and heavy. Did you ever have a girl that asked you to oil her up? Without you even bringing the subject, that would be that would be a yeah. connection. Huh? Oh, if you that are... ever happens, that's my wife. Because I gen, I've, I don't think that's happened. No. It's always me, man. Hey, ladies, ever heard of oil? Bring it up once in a while with your man. He'll thank you. So, do you have your own oil? Here? All right, since I mean, who cares what I talk about? But like, my family listens listens to shit, so I'm trying not to talk about it. But the reason I love it is I like to oil up their fucking whole booties and backside. And then I oil up my thighs and then they sit on my shit. And then it's just like slip and slide. And it's just it's so nice. <laughs> it's so nice. And you just feel them and they feel you like all of your body. And it's <laughs> fucking dope. But thanks uh, that's for making me explain that. That's, that's <laughs> creepy, but that's okay. 
That's, uh... <laughs> now, why is that creepy? <laughs> You're from Brazil. I feel like they invented the big booties oiled up. No. The, I don't remember if I oiled up anyone in my life. <laughs> I don't. Well, my friend, you're a pussy. That's what you are. Maybe I am. You got to oil it up, baby. I think, I, think, I think the oil makes things easier. I like things to yeah. be a little more difficult. Oh, no. No, no, no. I no, like challenges. Oil make everything. You even I realize. like it oiled and easy, baby. It's just fun. It's just like you massage each other. What I think is that here people have a lot of sex. But what I find out that people sometimes treat sex as more like an activity. Like it's an exercise. It just depends. It, doesn't, it depends who the partner is. I don't know. It doesn't necessarily needs to have any type of connection no it doesn't but sometimes it's better I, sometimes i hear women saying oh i really need to fuck today it's w like wow where is she yeah you know uh and, oh, and men too oh i need to have sex well we do because we're fucking human beings and mammals and all that shit so we literally need to it's mm -hmm. just part it's just in us and uh I can see how the activity sometimes as a guy or a girl, we're like, we just need to fuck. Um, I always get attached too fast though. I, that's like, you do. Yeah. Three to five fucks, whether you're my right partner or not, you're <laughs> oh, my partner. I'm my like, gosh. I'm like, Oh no, don't do it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I fall, I fall hard and fast. I ain't yeah, going to lie. Too. Me too. Mm -hmm. I do. They let me oil them <laughs> up. It's over, man. We're married. <laughs> I connect fast too, man. I do. I just, I, I was married for 13 years, okay? And when the marriage was over, I got a new girlfriend in like 15 days. Yeah. After a 13 years marriage. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, yeah. I jumped from a relationship to another. I'm just trying to be, trying to be free. Alone. <laughs> yeah, but here is not that for me I'm, I don't even have that much friends here yeah you do you know a lot of people you can go everywhere you know yeah, people they all know me you know? but I can't go to Brazil you can I got banned you would I brought too much oil in yeah <laughs> you, would. you would get this guy out of here what's he you doing would. you would I don't think people would agree to be old up in Brazil I don't think so no yeah it's the grass is always greener when you're in a relationship you're like oh i want to be single yeah. and then you're single you're like oh i want a relationship we're never happy so just take some cbd and <laughs> get some organic raw vegan coconut oil take care of cbd what's cbd care uh care by design cbd pills and oils and just helps with anxiety it's awesome and uh, it's plant-based you have psychoactive but do you have anxiety a little bit, yeah, for sure. Not like crippling, like most of these kids out here that I'd be str see struggling. But yeah, this like, just like, uh, yeah, I guess anxiety. Uh, just I don't know if it's exactly that, but just something. The itch, the fucking fog, the the fart. Got it. The cloudy darkness is upon us. Well, on that depressing note, <laughs> <laughs> chocolate helps. Chocolate, CBD, coffee. Yeah, man, dodgeball. I like chocolate. Oh, chocolate God, helps. I love dodgeball. 
I like pizza. Got oh, some... yeah. We're soon... See, you're a good guest. You Am put, I? You only put yeah. me to sleep once. I'm here, man. We're already at I'm hour here. seven. We hit our quota. I'm giving you some silences for you to think good questions. I'm here. <laughs> you know, I was talking, 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 make everything fun. But now I'm like, you know what? Let me just give this guy a chance. No, don't. Don't leave Let me, me alone with my thoughts. Let me just give this guy a chance. Do you, do you think you, you find your style like a... Because you're always wearing the same thing. What are you talking about? Do you want <laughs> Never to Never have... in my life. Oh, no, fuck. You always wear like this. The, the... I wear the same shit yeah. for and my whole But is this life. a choice? I love it. And whenever I actually try to buy new outfits and stuff, that's my style, but a little bit different. And I wear it like one, two times and I get it in my head and I feel funny and I go... Like, this is just what I like and it's what I love. And I've literally gotten DMs. This one dude said he went in the military overseas for some time and he came back and saw me wearing the exact same outfit on stage <laughs> six months ago. And I just started laughing. And I was like, you're, you're not wrong, buddy. I just had, like, I, switch it up. I do the same thing. I just like what I like. And if I try to wear something else, I feel funny in it. And I don't know why. You don't feel comfortable. Like if I wore like... I wear Vans. I wear that that closet is ninety nine percent Vans. I have one Nikes for hiking and running and shit, uh -huh. and one Under Armour for dodgeball. And let's just say I wore the Nikes on stage tonight, I would be in my head a little bit, thinking about my fucking Nikes because I'm such a weirdo. Be like, these aren't Vans. You can't wear this. You're oh. a fraud. You're a phony. You're not, not. I don't even know what I think or why I think that, but I do. Not like where I'm in my head, but I'm in my head like this much, Got like it. a little percentage uh -huh. is on that. It's same thing. Like if I just wore a t-shirt, like it's something about me. I feel safe and comfortable in an open flannel or jacket, t-shirt, jeans, vans. If it's the, if this is closed up, if I don't have this, I feel like it's, it's weird. It's like my uniform. I'm, I'm autistic. I'm autistic. You know, this point of the podcast, people are watching so much because they think it's so interesting to know your Making style. Making fun of my podcast. No, I'm again. telling you, yeah. people are like really connecting right now. It's so crazy. If you, if you just jump to this part, <laughs> this is the, this is where everything comes down to. That's it. This is, uh, this is it. amazing. I, you know, I bought this pants, uh, two days ago. You know, you know how much I paid? Try to guess. Twenty nine ninety nine. No. Twelve bucks. Nine ninety. In I a place tell. called. Uh, it is not, man. It's a is an amazing pants, and I bought in a Ross dress for less, which is the best place. And people always make fun of dress for how Ross dress for less, and I get mad at them. It's the worst. It I is hate not, Ross. my friend. It is not. It's, the, it's all about Marshalls and TJ Maxx. It's the best place because mm -hmm. you have all the sizes, and I can see. Oh, all thirty eight pants for me are thirty eight. Okay, so, thirty two. So I have all those thirty eight pants. And I can choose the one that I like. I went to a store the other day and there was different places for different brands. And oh, fuck. No, no. See, Ross, you, don't, you don't know fashion like I do. I don't. Where do I buy my things? <laughs> Marshalls. I'm addicted to G-Star. I got the bug. G-Star is the... Oh, it's the a stretch. Price. The stretch. You got money. How much you pay for this pants? These are like 150 What? You pay 150 for one Hey, man. Pant? I fucking sold some plants that day i didn't uh, 50 my friend yeah that's yeah. a lot bro yeah i know it's a ripoff but i got addicted to them the reason i'm addicted to g star is because they're stretch 
and then the first jeans I've ever worn laying in bed that feel like sweatpants, and I don't need to take them off. Before I just, I had one pair of G-Star when I was like 21, and I loved them. I literally wore them till there was a hole in the thigh. So I didn't know of them, and I bought those like at a discount store. Those were like 50 instead okay. of 150. And then uh, not until I got fired from Trader Joe's, <laughs> I, I bought one, and I literally was laying in bed, and they're like stretch pants. so like yoga pants, but they're jeans. And then I was like, oh, no, like I'm addicted um, to these now. Yeah. And now if I wear any other jeans, I don't like it. It's uncomfortable. That's the problem of testing good shit. You get addicted. You get addicted. It's the same with cars. It's the same with surfboards. I don't know. Just fucking don't do it. You know, stay on the cheap shit. That's why I don't skydive. I really, I have once with a person on my back, I want to do it by myself. You know, but you did it with a person on your back. Was that? Oh, it was the best. You're high off adrenaline for like a week. You're just like, you just literally, I don't, if you're depressed, go skydiving because (laughs) you just believe in yourself more. Like that whole week, it was so long ago, but I just remember like I could do anything, you know, because you just jumped out of a fucking plane. Yeah. It's such a mind fuck. So when you do shit like that, you, I'm just naturally high for a while. Yeah. For a while, just it just stirred your brain up. So it made you good. Yeah, it was good. It was absolutely, you're sore as fuck, though. It feels like you're getting a car wreck because you're falling at free spall speed, which is, I, I forgot, but it's like 135 or 125. It's very, very, very fast. And then they pull the chute, and you go from over 100 miles an hour to like, I think it was like 40 or 50. But the difference is so much mm-hmm. that you literally go, Ugh. and uh, so you're sore. You're so sore, and then, whoo, your ball sack, oh, your yeah. moose knuckle, uh, yeah. <laughs> that fucking. You're wearing, you know, a harness, and it oh, goes no. right here, and it, of course, when you slam on the brakes and the chute opens, it goes your balls, and you're just like, ah! and it <laughs> fucking, oh. I don't know how to fix that. Maybe I'll wear a cup next time, but uh, yeah, old, that's the little pelotas. I don't think. Uh, I think if I if I do it, you're I'll too get a, big to have a man on your back. You're six seven. You big I, oaf. I know. I know. You, I don't even think he can because there's. So you think I would die? No, no, no. I just mean like to go with somebody on your back your first time. They had to like wait. You know. Oh, this guy gets this guy. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's about, uh, I don't think it's the about shoot? size. It's about more like how heavy you are, I think. I'm not that heavy. Okay. I'm like 140. No, 240. I was like, I'm, one, I'm, one, I'm 150. You're no. not 10 pounds lighter than me. <laughs> two, <laughs> what are you, hollow in there? <laughs> I'm like two, 235, 240, so I'm not that heavy. Okay, that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, they'll, be, they'll just put a bigger shoot on. Was that a good podcast? No, we we're not done yet. We got to talk about. <laughs> oh, we we have. I didn't we know. got one more topic. You got a good poop story where you shit your pants real bad, <laughs> embarrassing on your wedding night. You shit the bed, something real bad, real real bad. You about got, shitting. You shit your pants. Ah, it's okay. I I was uh, in São Paulo, which is my city in Brazil, uh, and I bought an Atari. You know, it's an Atari. Yeah, I know Atari. Game. I'm okay. old enough. Okay. Yeah. So I went to grab my Atari and I got stuck in the middle of traffic. But I took, uh, what's the fucking thing that you take to make, that makes you shit? X-Lax. 
laxatives. 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 I talk laxative. Laxitivo. Because one day, one day I was, I went to take a shit, and I thought because this is all in my mind, and I thought that I shit uh, fucking lumbriga. How do you say fucking this in lumbriga? I have no idea. You know the. It's like those little snakes. A worm. A worm. You shit a worm? I thought. Oh, man, this isn't the direction I thought I was going to go in. <laughs> oh, boy. Nobody had no worm ass up in here. I thought. Leave it to the Brazilian to I bring thought. worms in my couch. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking worm ass over here. I thought that I shit a worm. <laughs> but I didn't see the worm. It's just only my brain. I thought, oh, no, I'm shitting a worm. I don't know why I thought of that. Okay, all right. And then I, and I, and I read on the internet that you have to take uh, one medicine to kill the worms because those worms they can go to your brain yeah. i had a, a woman working with me a long time had ago for years he had a, <laughs> she had a worm on her brain so she would pass out all of a sudden she and might it, have and just it keeps been... growing inside your brain and you can not take them out she might have just been a drug addict and not wanted the world to know <laughs> i got worms in my brain <laughs> <laughs> So then I took a, uh, I took the medicine to kill the worms and I took a laxative and it took like three days without me going to the bathroom. I wasn't taking a shit at all. It wasn't working. So after three days, I went to grab my Atari in a, my friend's home. It was far away from my home. I was in the middle of traffic and just got stuck. And now all of the sudden, I really, really want to go oh, and take a shit. Oh, it's getting good. And uh, but then I was in my mind, you know what? I don't think I have, I cannot hold this thing because there's a lot of worms that want to leave my body. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's what I was thinking. So you pulled over? So I was using uh, a surf short. You're shitting in your car? Yes. <laughs> well, wait, oh, wait, man. wait. You know those surf things that, uh, that it, that it doesn't. Board shorts, yeah. Board shorts? Wetsuits, board shorts, trunks, yeah. Yeah, the thing is. Uh, he holds the water. Yeah. It doesn't allow the water to go to your fucking... Yeah, so you're shitting on your surf shorts. So I hold here. What I did was, I did here. Make it here. Pull myself a little bit here in the car for the <laughs> shits to be in my short. And I was holding here and driving my car like this. And all the shit was like floating. Like oh, <laughs> fuck. With the worms. With oh, the worms. There was there really worms in there? It wasn't, but I thought it was. Oh. So like, I was like... Oh, Jesus. And I called my ex-wife at the time. I was like, oh, just bring a, a mangueira. Fucking, what is the, the, the water? The, the, the water thing. Hose. Hose. A hose. And bring the hose because I got an accident. And she was like, whoa, he got a car accident. Fuck, he's got a car accident. So she brought the hose and brought the bucket. And when I left my car, <laughs> because I was actually holding, I was, I, my, my car it didn't get one fucking slip of fucking <laughs> shit. Damn, you're I good, I left dude. my car and when I just dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Now it was shit and worms and in, you dropped it in your car or out of your car. I'm out of my car. Oh, thank God. Oh man, that was not. <laughs> that was that might have. That's that's a crazy shit story. I yeah. was expecting most people just shit in their pants like decent human beings. So let me you tell you. Fucking the, hold the river can and I shit. Can I tell you a second in your one? Trunks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know that's the subject. Yeah. 
I was having sex with a girl on my car a long time ago. Long time ago. It was like 15 years ago. I think it was, I was 23 or 20, 24 years old. And we were having anal. Well, she was the one getting anal. I was actively... You were getting pegged. It's okay. I, no. <laughs> so... The position was this. The position was this. Let me yeah. let me show it to you. Right. She was laid out. She was oh, laid man. out and like. Hey, she, that's my chocolate. Bowl. I'm sorry. She was like this. You don't okay. have to do all this. Okay. And I was here, <laughs> sir. We're in America now. You can put your legs down, <laughs> sir. And she was like holding her ha her legs you up. You shit on her? No, no. Wait. <laughs> Just get to it. You're making me nervous. <laughs> I was fucking her here, and then I fuck her ass. From here, okay? But someone used the horn and I got scared, so I immediately took my penis out of her asshole. <laughs> she shit all of my car. All of my car, like up, like it was in a ceiling. It was shit on the ceiling. <laughs> Fuck! On the ceiling. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. Never saw her again. Did you get a new car? <laughs> I, I washed my car three times. The smell never left my car. And I had to sell the car. I sold the car. Because there was no way back. He was like, uh, the car wasn't functional anymore. The Brazilian version of uh, Seinfeld when the skunk in the car. Remember that one smell? Yeah. They wash it with tomato juice. Hey, man. Uh, was that a good story? Yeah. Yeah, the moral of this uh, story is don't butt fuck in your car. No, don't. <laughs> don't. Don't. Jesus Christ. Oh, I remember how uncomfortable he was for Usually us. people just fart and shit comes out. You <laughs> shit on a car. With wor worms. Shit in your car with worms. What's up with you in car shits? Just shit your pants like a normal person. But you know what? It's crazy because I saved my car in the first story. Second story, I lost the car. <laughs> you know how, how life is... You can only get away with it for so long. <laughs> it all comes back. It catches up. You got to pay the piper, baby. <laughs> if it goes around, comes around. Yeah. In, in the truest look at old shit car over here. <laughs> I think that's it. We did that's the it? damn dance. We ended on a crazy shit story. Nice. And uh, check out Rafi Bastos. Yeah. Rafi Comedy. Yeah, follows. No, it. I'll tag you in everything. It doesn't matter. Okay. He's famous in Brazil, not in America. <laughs> I will one day. I'm famous at Trader Joe's, not in America. <laughs> you guys are fucking lovely. Thank you so much for listening, liking, subscribing, watching, all that shit. One day I'll get out of... Uh, my studio and into a real studio for this podcast but until then we have an air conditioner behind his head it doesn't much matter better. we're all going it's to die i love you all <laughs> have a good evening thank you take care